0: Off the ball rugby. You'd be an ideal man to be in with them for the Lions. Yeah. So go on. You're asking me what would I like to go? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I've got the nod from the lads and off the ball. <laughs> join
1: in the obsession. Subscribe now at offtheball. dot com forward slash join. The football daily on off the ball. Hello and welcome to Monday's football daily. I'm Phil Egan. We'll start with the Premier League. Liverpool boss Jurgen Klopp says his side paid the price for not taking their chances against Luton. Finish one all at Kenilworth Road. And Liverpool needed a 95th-minute equaliser from Luis Diaz to get a draw after Tai Chang had put Luton ahead in the 80th minute. Liverpool had 24 attempts on goal, just six on target. Darwin Nunes missed the best of them from close range. Diaz is all over the back pages for his goal celebration. He lifted his jersey to reveal a message appealing for his kidnapped father to be freed in Colombia. Diaz also released a statement after the match to say he and his brothers are desperate and described his dad as a pillar of their family. Klopp says the Colombian international is desperate to hear some positive news. We know how he's okay but desperately waiting for the right news. So that's all. Besides that, it's now not... We had moments like this in the past. I understand 100%. That's a nice story, honestly. And It's super positive and great for him. But these things go by. The real information we need is a different information. The result leaves Liverpool three points behind leaders Manchester City, but three could become five if Tottenham win and go top tonight. As for Luton, they're out of the relegation zone. Shadoza Agbena was their standout player. The Ireland International says they showed how much they've improved already in the Premier League with that performance. You can't fault the effort tonight. I think we you know we're going in here slightly disappointed we didn't get a, three points against a, a very li- good Liverpool team. But, you know, as I said, that's how far we come. And I said to you earlier on, it's all about moments. And obviously Chongyi took his moment very well. And we, we are happy with the points. Obviously, it's, if, we, if, you can, if you can't win, you don't lose. And that's what happened today. Former Ireland international Keith Tracy was alongside Stephen Doyle for commentary of the game and said Benny will be key for Luton if they have any chance of avoiding relegation.
0: He's a real shining eye for, for Luton and the way Luton you would imagine are going to play him you know, they, they did drop back towards the end. They were soaking up the pressure, but it, it's it's smart tactics because Liverpool want to keep the ball and where you can hoard them in transition is when Alexander-Arnold's inside. So the way they set up was absolutely spot on. It was brilliant. And a Bené was a big, big part of that. If Bené's not on the pitch, Luton arguably can't play like that because they don't have somebody with that... The recklessness, that rawness, and that that engine to keep going up and down the pitch—you can see. I think it was 75 minutes or so. He's hit a brick wall, but it's because he's left everything out there. And Rob Edwards would have would have demanded that at the start of the game, lads. I don't want anybody coming in here with anything left in the tank, going empty it out on the pitch, and have no regrets. And, Benny, you know, even this Ireland team over the last couple of years hasn't been great, but Benny's coming off the pitch with a few off the pitch with a few plaudits. People are enjoying watching him play. And as an ex-winger, you know how many times have we seen City recycle the ball, get it wide, recycle it when it goes to him. He just wants to run at people.
1: Another thing to come out of the game was Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp said anyone involved in tragedy chanting should be ashamed of themselves. Former Liverpool defender Jamie Carragher was on Sky Sports for the game and he accused a section of Luton fans of chants that indirectly referenced the Hillsborough disaster during the match. Klopp, who said he didn't hear the chants himself, commented that shame on everyone who said it. Aston Villa could have gone third yesterday, but Unai Emery's side were beaten 2-0 by Nottingham Forest at the city ground. Forest scored early in each half with Ola Aina and Aurel Mangala on target. It was the third league defeat of the season for Villa. All of them have come away from home. Emery says he's proud of what his players have achieved in his first year in charge, but he wants more. Of course, I am going to analyse because with two mistakes, it's
0: very hard to understand how we can lose this match. But it's like that. And sometimes as well, as at home we are scoring and, and it's very difficult for the opponent to, to come back. If we want to be, after top seven teams, in the possibilities to, to get those position. we have to try to, to reduce the mistakes we, we made today.
1: Now, as I mentioned, Tottenham can go back to the top with a win at home to Chelsea. Spurs are now the only unbeaten side left in the league after Arsenal lost to Newcastle on Saturday. Destiny Udagi and Ben Davies are both injury doubts for Spurs. They'll face fitness tests. Armando Broya and Mikael Mudric are available for Ruzio Pochettino, who returns to his former club for the first time since he left in 2019. And the Argentine admits he's excited to go back. Come back after four years, you know, in a place that... We have amazing memories and we create amazing, amazing memories together. And I think it's a special. I'm not going to lie. The game kicks off at 8 o'clock. I mentioned Arsenal losing for the first time in the Premier League this season. club says the referee's governing body needs to address the standard of officiating following their controversial 1-0 defeat in Newcastle on Saturday. Boss Mikel Arteta described the decision to allow Anthony Gordon's goal stand as embarrassing and a disgrace. It was checked by VAR. Arsenal said they hope to work with the PGMOL to achieve the world-class standards that a league like the Premier League demands. Meanwhile, Newcastle say they're providing support to Bruno Guimarães and Joe Willock after both were racially abused on social media. After the game, the club has strongly condemned the hateful messages and are working to identify those responsible. Now, it was a better weekend for Arsenal in the WSL. The Gunners ended Manchester City's unbeaten start of the season with a 2-1 win. Ireland captain Katie McCabe chalked up her 200th appearance for Arsenal. She set up the winning goal for Stina Blackstenius. Arsenal joined City on 10 points alongside Liverpool and Tottenham. Liverpool moved up to fourth with a 2-1 win over Leicester. Tottenham drew one all with Everton, who had Courtney Brosnan and Heather Payne in their starting 11. Manchester United are on nine points. They're still unbeaten in the league, after a 2 all draw away to Brighton. Champions Chelsea are top of the pile on 13 points after Saturday's 6-0 win away to Aston Villa, who've lost all five games so far. Shortly after the game, it was announced Chelsea manager Emma Hayes will leave the club at the end of the season after 11 years in charge. Chelsea said the 47-year-old will pursue a new opportunity outside the WSL and club football. And it appears that opportunity will be to take charge of the USA women's national team. Another story from the WSL over the weekend was a return to action for Jess Zou. The Ireland international came off the bench in West Ham's three-two loss to Bristol City. Twenty-one-year-old Zou has been out of action for the last thirteen months due to a knee injury, an injury that forced her to miss the World Cup. Real Madrid were unable to reclaim top spot in La Liga last night. Carlo Ancelotti's men drew nil all at home to Rayo Vallecano. The stalemate of the Bernabeu leaves them second, two points behind table toppers Girona and two ahead of Barcelona in third. Juventus are two points behind Serie A leaders Inter Milan in second place after Fabio Moretti's first half goal gave them a 1-0 win at Fiorentina. Roma pulled off a dramatic win over Lecce at the Stadio Olimpico. Injury time goals from Sadr Asmoun and Romelu Lukaku gave Jose Mourinho's side a 2-1 win over Lecce. In the Bundesliga, third-place Stuttgart suffered a second defeat in a row. They lost 2-0 at Heidenheim. Harry Kane hit a hat-trick for Bayern Munich in their 4-0 win over Borussia Dortmund. That was the big game over the weekend. The former Tottenham striker has scored 15 goals in 10 league games since his move to the German champions in the summer. But Bayern are still two points behind the leaders. Bayer Leverkusen, Xabi Alonso's side, won 3-2 away at the Hoffenheim. They're unbeaten like Bayern. Leverkusen have won nine of their ten games in the league this season. The only game they dropped points in was a two-all draw away to Bayern. Nice returned to the top of league and a point above PSG, thanks to a 2 nil win at home to Rennes. Monaco are a point behind PSG in third. They beat Brest 2-0. Rock bottom Lyon are still yet to win. They drew one-all at home to Metz. Brain injury charity Headways called for stronger concussion protocol in football following what it's describing as a concerning incident with Manchester United defender Harry Maguire. The England international showed signs of discomfort after a collision in the early stages of United's win over Fulham on Saturday. He was assessed by medical staff and allowed to continue Headway believes the introduction of temporary concussion substitutions are needed to add credibility to the assessment process. And Brazil has submitted a letter of intent to FIFA to host the 2027 Women's World Cup. The South American country's Minister of Sports presented the documents to FIFA President Gianni Infantino He was in Rio for the Copa Libertadores final, which was won by Brazilian club Fluminense for the first time. Germany, Belgium and the Netherlands submitted a joint expression of interest in April to host the tournament. The other joint bid includes the USA and Mexico. Brazil and South Africa were the other two countries to submit a bid. FIFA Congress will appoint the host via public voting on the 17th of May next year. The Football Daily on Off The Ball